Welcome to Finding Myself Through Obesity podcast. Come with me on my journey to discovering how to lose 150 pounds a whole new way. We can learn how to truly connect with our souls. We can uncover layers of beliefs that aren't serving us anymore so that we can let go of the weight for good. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode. We are at episode three for finding myself through obesity. So in this emotional weight series, we are going to be talking about people pleaser, codependency and obesity. After last week's episode about my childhood, it really makes sense that I grew up to be a people pleaser. I believe I became codependent after I got married. Actually, both my husband and I are people pleasers and codependent. It's interesting in our relationship because I feel like I have to make him happy. And he is the one person along with my kids that I try to please. But I don't feel obligated to please everyone. And now that I think about it, if I'm not people pleasing others anymore, it could be because I feel obligated to please my husband first. So I can tell people no if I know that they're asking me to do something that my husband wouldn't want me to do because I would put the blame on him, which really does make sense because he would be my excuse. That's just something that I noticed as I was writing this episode. But on the other hand, my husband is a people pleaser to everyone but me. So we're kind of opposite in the way that we use our people pleasing He will go out of his way to do absolutely anything for anyone, but then he develops resentment for those people uh, that he's helping because he is so giving and he feels like nobody cares about him in the same way. And so we have that opposite reaction to our people-pleasing tactics, which has caused a lot of resentment in our marriage. And I'm going to go into that in the next week's episode when I talk about our marriage. So when I am pleasing my husband just so I don't get in trouble, it creates the situation that I am not being honest with him and I'm pretending and our trust and intimacy is not going to be there. So basically, I am lying to my husband about my true feelings so I avoid being in trouble. He, on the other hand, lies to everyone else, and I am the only one he is actually truthful to. So it feels like I get the worst treatment, but it's because he doesn't have to pretend with me. This is just something that I know that I'm going to have to deal with. On the internet, I found 15 signs that you're a people pleaser, and I just wanted to go through these and see if that's something that I struggle with. So number one, you want everyone to like you. Yes. Two, you over-apologize. Yes, I'm always saying sorry. That's one of the things that I'm trying to work on, not saying sorry about everything because there are things that I don't need to apologize for, but it becomes a habit. And I'm noticing that my 11-year-old son over-apologizes too. And so number three, you crave validation. Number four, you let people take advantage of you. Five, you feel guilty or mean when you set boundaries. Yes, I'm not very good at setting boundaries. Six, you are afraid of conflict. Seven, you've always been a good girl and a rule follower. Eight, you think self-care is optional. Yeah, I really don't even think about self-care, honestly. Nine, you feel tense, anxious, or on edge. If I was to not please somebody, then I probably would feel tense, anxious, or on edge. So that's probably true. Ten, you expect yourself to be perfect and hold yourself to a high standard. Eleven, you put yourself last and you don't know how to ask for what you need. 12, you're sensitive to criticism. Very sensitive to criticism. I'm getting better about that though. 13, you think your feelings, needs, opinions, and ideas aren't as important as other people's. 
Number 14, you're a fixer. You hate to see anyone hurt, afraid, sad, or uncomfortable. Definitely am a fixer. And 15, you resent always being asked to do more and wish people would consider your feelings and needs. And I am really close to having almost every one of those 15 things. Mel Robbins put out a video today and she said we should look at people pleasing in the lane of security and insecurity. She said that if you are a people pleaser and she thinks that most people are, it means you have located your worth and your value outside of yourself. It means that other people's opinions and reactions determine whether or not you are valuable or worthy. It is based in insecurity. She said, what we want to do is just kick people out of our lives and blame other people, but that's not the answer. She said that the way we deal with people pleasing is that we stop focusing on everybody else. We bring back the power to ourselves internally and relocate your security within yourself. And I love this so much. This is the exact work that I'm trying to do right now. For so many years, I didn't even listen to myself. I didn't even know how to listen to myself. So I'm trying to learn how to do that. One question I was asking myself is, is codependency and people pleasing the same thing? You can have people pleasing tendencies and not be codependent, but all codependent people are people pleasers. The two behavioral styles have many similar traits though, such as you want to help other people. You have feelings of resentment about always having to show up and difficulties with setting boundaries. But codependency is more extreme than people-pleasing. If you're codependent, the person on the other end of the connection is dependent on you for getting their needs met too. Neither of you can function without the other. And I looked up both definitions and this is what I found. So people-pleasing definition is a person who has emotional need to please others, often at the expense of his or her own needs or desires. And then the codependency definition is a psychological condition or a relationship in which a person is controlled or manipulated by another who was affected with an addiction. My husband's had a few addictions that he's dealt with, and then I've been in active addiction our whole marriage with food, and we've both played this codependent relationship with each other. And so that's been kind of interesting to see how it's affected our relationship. I found another codependent definition. It said, any relationship in which two people become so invested in each other that they can't function independently anymore. Your mood, your happiness, and identity are defined by the other person. And signs of codependency include difficulty making decisions in a relationship, difficulty identifying your feelings, difficulty communicating in a relationship. That's probably my biggest thing is, is learning how to communicate my feelings without being scared of making someone upset. Valuing the approval of others more than valuing yourself. Lacking trust in yourself and having a poor self-esteem. Having fears of abandonment or an obsessive need for approval. Having an unhealthy dependence on relationships, even at your own cost and having an exaggerated sense of responsibility for the actions of others. And yes, so all those things are things that I have struggled with, and I'm just giving you some information about people-pleasing and codependency, just in case you struggle with this also. So when you're struggling with codependency, there can be moments of feeling good. When there is a sense that you are helping or saving someone you care about, then it can feel really good, but that's 
doesn't happen very often. So I know like when there's been situations where my husband's had like a mental health breakdown, I go in there to rescue. And there are times that I feel really good about being there for him. And so I think that's what this is talking about. But it doesn't happen very often. Most most of the time, you're not feeling good at all. And you're feeling alone and solely responsible for another people's feelings and actions. So there is usually a significant amount of fear because it feels like you alone are solely responsible for another person's well-being. And at times you might feel like you've lost yourself, which is definitely something that I've felt. As a result, codependency can lead to feelings of anxiety and depression since your own needs have taken a back seat. So in conclusion, as scary as it can be to go from a people pleaser and a codependent to finally starting to make sure your needs are being met... And starting to tell the truth, it just has to be done, even though it is scary. Living a life this way is not fun. And eventually, it's going to catch up to you like it has for me. It's a form of self-betrayal because you're not being true to yourself. And I have the feeling that my body fat is acting as a body of armor for my soul that has felt betrayed and ignored for so long. And I know there's a tie between my codependency issues and my weight issues. People in codependent relationships focus so much on others that they do not take the time to even define themselves or figure out who they are. They have no sense of self without others. And that is very true about me. I think that's why I love being a mother so much is because I can live my life through other people. It is impossible for you to be yourself if you're always seeing yourself as a part of someone else. If you are also struggling with people-pleasing, codependency, and overeating, remember that you are giving up your own needs in order to fulfill someone else's needs, and that leaves us feeling really empty. When you're feeling empty, you look for something to satisfy that need inside of you. We all have human needs that need to be fed, and this is why I'm looking into all the ways that I have been emotionally lacking. People-pleasing and codependency has been a huge part in my overeating because instead of facing my need for approval by others, I just turn to food or social media or whatever it is to help me ignore myself even more. The first step that we can take is just to be aware that we are taking care of everyone else and not ourselves. The second step is start listening to yourself and what your needs actually are. A lot of times when we're people-pleasing and codependent, we don't even think about our own needs. And that is something that we need to stop right now. We need to start quieting down our minds and actually listening to what our soul is trying to tell us and what are we needing and what are we lacking. And don't have any judgment around it. That's the other thing is we judge ourselves and we shame ourselves for the way that we've been acting. I've been a people pleaser for my whole life. I learned to be a people pleaser in my childhood so that I could get love and It's just how it is. And I I need to not judge myself and shame myself for the experience. Just learn from it and figure out a new way to start listening to myself and start finding my value. Instead of having my value be defined by people outside of me, my value can be defined because of who I am and because I've been divinely created by God. He doesn't make any mistakes. That He knew that I wasn't going to be perfect. And that wasn't the intention to be perfect. And a lot of times when we are raised in a religion, it makes us feel like we have to earn God's love. But what I am realizing is that God's love is free. It's always there and you don't have to do anything to earn it. It's just simply there. And our job is to accept it 
accept that love, accept that grace that God always gives us. And through my meditations, I am learning more to listen to myself. One of my very favorite meditations is Sarah Blondin. It's called, I love you, I'm listening. And it's one of the most beautiful meditations that I've ever heard. It's filled with so much truth and so much self-compassion. And it just reminds us that we are enough. We don't need anyone else to fill ourselves with love but us. Our self-love is the only thing that will ever be enough. Other people can love us and they can tell us great things, but it never lasts. Our self-love is there forever and God's love is always there forever. We just need to accept it and embrace it. I really appreciate you listening to this. I would love for you to find me on social media. I have a group on Facebook, Finding Myself Through Obesity. I would love for you to join that group and join this conversation. Ask me some questions. Let's let's go in this together. I'm definitely not the expert, but I am learning what I need to do to be more present, to love myself more so that I can feed my spirit and be present and not living unconsciously anymore. And I'm really grateful for what I am learning. And I'm grateful that you're listening. And I would love to be there for anyone who needs the support. We need to stop counting on others to make us happy. And we need to start generating happiness within ourselves. We'll see you next time when we talk about my husband and I and our relationship. We will see you next week.